Hello and welcome to Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. I'm Becky Parker Geist and I'm your host. Audiobook Connection is your place to learn about the audiobook creative process and for authors to learn valuable tips on producing and marketing your audiobooks. This podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Hi, everyone. Today we're going to talk about short stories and some opportunities that are available specifically for that type of genre. When it comes to putting your short stories into audio, you have a lot of different possibilities available to you when you are using that short form. There is, of course, what you would probably initially think of, and that is to do the full collection as a collection, as a single audiobook. Absolutely. You can certainly do that. Sometimes, depending on the stories and what genre within the the short form that you're writing in, for example, if you're working in the horror genre, you may find that it's a, a good genre to include sound effects or music with. As an example of that, the uh, short story collection by Sherry L. Decker called Hook House and Other Horrors, we included in each of those stories very rich soundscape of horror sounds and other creepy sounds that would really help bring those stories to life in a very fun, very creepy kind of way. Here's a clip from Hook House and Other Horrors. Hook House. I stepped aside, but not before her arm brushed mine. As we touched, I felt a penetrating, aching cold. She knelt in the hallway and lifted an unconscious woman dragging her along the floor and through the closed door of the storage room like smoke through a sieve. I opened the door and saw the storage room as it must have looked 70 years ago, with Aunt Jessie hoisting the woman from the floor and into an open trunk. The unconscious woman was Bernice, mother's mother and my grandmother. Bernice opened her eyes and jammed one shoe beneath the lid, holding it open. Although drugged, she was fighting for her life. She forced the trunk open wider, tossing Aunt Jessie backward and down between the stacks of wooden crates. Aunt Jessie pulled herself to her feet, favoring one leg. After a violent struggle, she forced Bernice back into the trunk and slammed it shut. Aunt Jessie collapsed across the lid, gasping, and finally locked it. Regardless of whether music and sound effects feel appropriate for your particular collection, there are some other interesting opportunities that are available when you're working in the short form. From the production side of things, you might want to consider having a different narrator read each particular story. Or, depending on the collection, you may want to have a couple or three narrators who 
maybe trade off depending upon what the particular story is and what's most suitable for each specific story. Again, considering what you might want to do in production, you might uh, consider having some kind of transition sound that would most likely be some kind of music or different pieces of music or maybe different segments of the same piece of music but at different parts of the music so they all sound of a piece but are slightly different so you're not getting a straight-up repetition of the same clip from a piece of music. Just a reminder, anytime you're using music, always make sure that you have either licensed it or that you have the rights and are giving proper attribution or credit if that is necessary. Often, if you're paying for the licensing of a piece of music, you do not need to give credit, though you certainly can. In any case, you'll definitely want to check on what the terms are for the licensing and make sure that you're following those rules. But again, you may want to have music in between your stories, or if your stories are split up in your collection by parts, that then you may want to consider having music at the parts shifts. You know, so when you move from at the beginning of part one, for example, you have some music and then at the beginning of part two, etc. But now if we put aside the production questions at this point and think about the marketing side of things, a collection of short stories opens up a lot of potentials. For example, having one or more of your stories as separate units. These units, these individual stories, can be provided on your website as a sample of your work. If they're short enough or you have short clips that are created from specific stories, maybe you even have like a, a short sample of each one that is created during production, then those can be used in various ways from your website, social media, Authors Central, Goodreads, lots of different places, YouTube, you can create little videos out of them and make them accessible on a lot of different platforms. Great way to share a short story collection. If your short stories are very short and you have many of them, that would make it pretty easy to create short videos of each one. Even if you're handling the visuals for that uh, video in a very simple way, if it's a really short story, that can work much more easily. If you're expecting someone to watch a video where really all it is is a static image and the story, that's a little harder of a draw for people, uh, especially on a platform like YouTube. But being able to have a playlist on YouTube can be really valuable. So that's where having many, you know, very short stories could potentially play well on YouTube. And then I would just encourage you to, you know, at, find at least a couple ways to change the image or, you know, as a slideshow or do something that will add some visual appeal as well. Another thing you can do when you have a short format like that is put your short stories out as a podcast. Depending on the length of your stories and how they play out, 
One of the ways to handle that is to do a full story as a segment, as a podcast episode. Another would be to, if the story has good natural segmentation, you can tell the story in segments. We have a wonderful client who is an author of short stories, Mukuka Chapenta, a Zambian author. And we do his stories as podcast episodes and uh, add sound effects as a part of the telling of the story. The first collection that we did for him, Kutika, is available as a podcast only. He did not choose to produce it as an audiobook, but simply as a podcast. When you put your short stories out as a podcast, one of the things that can be really valuable and helpful is in your intro and outro is making sure that you give some context if you need it for a segmented story, maybe a little bit about what happened right before this segment, so in the previous episode. And of course, at the end of each episode, you want to make sure that the audience knows how to follow you. And I always recommend using your website as your core landing place and where you want to drive traffic to. The reason I suggest that is because that way it gives you one central place where whatever information may need to be updated, you can definitely keep it updated in just that one place. For example, social media can change and you may need to make that change. But if you put that information in your podcast, the social media specifically, then if that social media information changes, then your podcast is outdated. And so we're always trying to create content that's going to be valuable and accurate no matter when somebody finds it. So again, you can use your use a podcast to deliver content. These are generally going to be stories then that you're giving away. So if you're trying to also sell a full collection of your stories, you may not you may want to hold back on some of the content so that your podcast is acting as the marketing tool that is exposing more people to you and to your work. And then we want to draw them to your website so that they can learn more about you, sign up for your email list, things like that. I'm going to uh, not go into any more detail about some different ways that you can treat it as a podcast because I've done that in another episode specifically about turning your audiobook into a podcast. So I'll leave that there. But I did want to just say one other thing about the opportunity when you have several different stories. If you're going to post one on your website, keep in mind that you don't always have to keep the same story like forever, right? You could change them out. You could rotate them through and give people an opportunity and a reason to come back to your website again. Another potential way to approach having your stories on the website would be to create those short clips from the beginning of each of your stories and post them as different posts on your website so that somebody could listen to the beginning of any of the stories or a large collection of your stories or, you know, just a, a range so that people visiting your website get more than just one 
example of your writing. And I think we'll leave it there for today. But as always, if you have any questions about the audiobook production process or opportunities or marketing, please feel free to reach out to us at ProAudioVoices.com. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us for Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. Please take a moment to subscribe at audiobookconnection.com. The podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Learn more at proaudiovoices.com. Again, thanks for being with us, and please join us next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.